A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. And I said, I want to win the league, but I want to win it better. You can understand that, can't you? Yes. Good right. lad. So he's almost like having a second captain in the team. <laughs> second captain, first captain, whatever. It takes an awful lot to rattle Donald Lenehan, who has seen it all in a decades-long career as a rugby player, manager and now commentator. But when the moment came to name a player of the match against Argentina yesterday, events from the previous weekend were clearly playing on his mind. Against New Zealand, he went for Caelan Doris. He famously went for Caelan Doris, leading Hugh Cal in commentary to rejoice in Kieran Murphy's theory that Irish back rowers always get this award. So this time, he somehow picked out-half slash fullback Joey Carberry, in a match in which the backs failed to score any of the seven tries <laughs> and he ignored Josh van der Fleer, who managed two tries all by himself not to mention Doris who capped off another barnstorming display with his own five-pointer so I'm here to tell you Murph you got to the great man rent free on <laughs> rent free hey Simon it actually was a back row was banned in yeah, the match yeah like come on it's like Ireland against Doris Argentina Doris and van der Fleer were ridiculous yeah. I, I, I'm 100% comfortable with an Irish back rower uh, winning man of the match against Argentina. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty, attri- it's going to be pretty attritional. <laughs> I understand the, the, you know, the, the, the motiva- the motivation there, but the crowd have gone bananas here. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I suppose, for having spooked so thoroughly uh, one of Irish uh, rugby's uh, uh, biggest characters. I mean, I, I apologise. You should be apologising to all the back. Attention. You should be apologising to every every current and future Irish back row who will never get on the chance. match award as long as they Don literally they don't there. have yeah. a chance. I mean, they could ring Jamie Heath's house. He's got about 300 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and commiserations, Kieran, I should say, on your championship final loss to Clontarf yesterday. If it's any... Mm. Uh, you boys you boys were both there. You were there. Uh, which I really, really appreciated, I have to say. Um, it was very disappointing. If it's very disappointing, Owen, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, the answer to that question is to drink heavily. <laughs> and that, that, that's what we did. <laughs> if, it's any, if it's any consolation, I answered a call from my mum just at the exact moment where you were kicking a point early in the first mm. half. So she was greeted with, well done, Murph! And thinks you're the great lad. She's like, what the hell? Where are you? What's going on here? Maybe, maybe she just thought you, we had done a really good podcast interview. And I was yeah. roaring my approval. Uh, you, know, you know one of the Clontarf players came up to me at the end of the game and shook my hand and said, 
uh, you calling us bastards really uh, motivated oh. us, and I wasn't, in, I wasn't in the uh, in the headspace at the time to say. Well, actually, it was on the call. That was me. <laughs> and it was lighthearted. Look, we all look. look, we all look. Yeah. A fine institution, Plantarf GA. Uh, and they were to be worthy, fair, worthy winners of the junior championship 2021. My son said really he was. Were. Upfia Murph until he realised about four of his teachers were playing for Clintar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these guys are my baristas. <laughs> They're my local baristas. <laughs> There's like two baristas playing for. Oh, those uh, at least two baristas. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, listen. You know, we were beaten by the best. All we have are accountants. <laughs> it was an unfair fight. I believe you were drowning your sorrows with your Argentinian rugby brethren, Karen. <laughs> Very funny last night. Uh, so we were upstairs in uh, Devitt's. Uh, on Camden Street we were having a few pints and I saw this like extremely extremely burly gentleman very slowly making his way to the uh, the gents bathroom I was like Jesus that guy is big yeah and you know it's, it's kind of a weird thing because like all of the Dublin football finals were on like from senior all the way down this weekend so the, you know there were a few teams out and about particularly on Camden Street and um I was like, who is this guy? Like, Jude's. Bloody hell, this guy's like, how did they lose with this guy playing? And uh, then I saw, like, quite a few people in Irish rugby jerseys going up and, like, theatrically showing this guy a red guard. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, this is Lavanini. And it actually was Lavanini. <laughs> Uh, How did he take it? Uh, it? Extremely, uh, 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 he was extremely tolerant of all of this extremely annoying behavior that was going on uh, around him. Uh, yeah, no, he was like having a big laugh with everyone. It was like fine. I mean, after the tongue lashing he got from Peter O'Mahony, I wouldn't have blamed no. him if he was a little, a little uh, uh, short with any of the Irish fans giving him a stake over it. But well, listen, at least Keane Heaney still has a head attached to his shoulders. Just about it was another great moment for the ref, Mike. Though, as you alluded to there, after picking up Dane Coles last week, having a pop at Johnny Sexton. He's American. Wait, wait, careful, careful, careful. This time we were treated to Peter O'Mahony giving it loads to Lavanini after he had hurled himself into Keane Heaney for the red. Sense of purpose. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. You know exactly what he's doing. Up and away. He knows exactly what he's doing. Scumbags. Oh, yeah. Up and away. Up and away. Some anger in there. And the referee needs to sort that out. That's very unlike you. Time off. Number six. That's very unlike you. What's he, what, what, what's he talking about there, side? Lavanini, by all accounts, has a bit of a rep. Yeah, that's three red cards, the most ever by one player. He's also the most carded player in history when you throw in the yellows. He's only 28, so he could play for another six, seven years, say, and really consolidate that number one spot. Uh, it's not just the cards, he's forever giving away penalties, he loses the cool, and he does really dangerous stuff like he did on three, Sunday. And that's three red, sorry, for Argentina, which is as many as some mm. countries have in wow. their entire history. We've got five reds ourselves, including Omani himself, I should say, who was sent yeah. off against Wales. That could have been worth the mention. If Lavanini was of a mind to have a go back, <laughs> he could have maybe had uh, dug that out. But three reds yeah. just in international rugby alone is not, not great discipline. You kind of wonder how good you have to be to keep getting picked when most of the time mm. you're not, not actually on the pitch. Mm. But it was funny when O'Mahony was interviewed afterwards, it obviously hit him, oh, hang on, I got a red for clearing somebody out illegally at a ruck a few months ago, so I should probably cool it on the old uh, the lecture. <laughs> It was extremely funny though when and like he was he looked pretty remorseful from the minute he did it Lavanini to be honest mm. but when he went over to shake Keen Healy's hand mm. 
uh, O'Mahony in the background giving him like the biggest side eye I've ever seen. It was extremely funny. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's like you just get off the field, you do. Yeah, I actually don't think Lavanini's uh, in control of himself. I, he obviously doesn't want to do that, but I think it's just this red mist that comes over him because he's done it so often. Yeah. It's really damaged his career, so he clearly it, it is not premeditated. But that doesn't make it any better. Ah, Jesus, sure, listen, Simon, so I was tell- I was telling him, I was telling him the same thing last night. To no avail. Sure, there's no, there's no talking to some people, you know. Tomas, what you going to consider points, now? No, but can I just say? <laughs> can I just say? I think you're a thundering disgrace. Sai, <laughs> uh, what did you make of the game? Ireland's win, obviously, a different vibe to the New Zealand match. I think Dara O'Brien in commentary said yeah. it was after all the emotion last week. It was a, a sense of satisfaction this time. Yeah, just atmosphere not as good. You're not as excited about the opponents. It wasn't their best performance of the three. I thought the rec- rook technique was a little bit off. Murray wasn't as snappy as Gibson Park and Casey were, but they did overcome the injuries to Conan, Henderson, Sexton, Gibson Park, and then James Ryan went off and still looked great in attack. They did loads of things to cope with just before the game and as the game started and still looked cohesive. I know they weren't great for the first 10, 15 minutes, but they still did. They showed lots of ambition in in attack. I absolutely love the Caelan Doris try. I kind of got greedy towards the end. I wanted the force to stop doing those small pushover tries against 14 tired Argentinians because it sort of proved their point, you know. I was kind of thinking, yeah, seven seven tries. We know, we are, we always, also, we, we know our pack yeah. is brilliant and they certainly proved it. But it, yeah, you yeah. Know, thinking it'd be nice to move it out a little bit more. If we're getting really greedy here after scoring seven tries, a few more for the And packs. I really want to see Lowe and Balakun get more ball. Balakun was just always close to being set free but never quite set free and you could see the crowd really wanted to see him get more ball but it felt like we weren't really preparing to face France and England you know by doing that because you're not going to get those pushover tries the whole time against them it, it, but is that and now we're back into Jesus the kind of stuff you normally say in the pool stages of a World Cup but hiding a few plays up our sleeve rather than relieve, rather than revealing too much oh yeah I didn't think about that no I think it was just the Fords going hang on we can absolute pilot on here and we're not going to pass the ball out we just get loads of tries and maybe a scrum half and an out half not demanding as much as Sexton would uh Carby was great though I love that you know he started a little bit tentative and built and built into the game and I just felt by the time he was taken off he was feeling good about himself for the first time in literally two years and Farrell touched on it afterwards it wasn't it's not the main part of his game you don't think of Carby this way but his tackling was absolutely brilliant I think it's a sign of how he's feeling about himself physically because you need confidence to tackle like that as well. And he was tackling forwards. It wasn't just backs that he was doing that to. Um, just a good sign for him. And now no excuses, I think, for Munster to not get more out of Carberry. If you can play this well for Ireland, then you can play that well for Munster. And they need to... Uh, like A lot of what I looked at over the last few weeks with Ireland... I was thinking about Munster and how they're not getting the best. Like, Peter Manny was brilliant. I think Peter Manny's a better player now than he was when he was 22. More awareness, better hands, understands the game better. He even said himself, this is his best three months, most enjoyable, uh, sorry, most enjoyable month of Mm. his career, which is quite something when he wasn't first choice. You know, he's coming on as a sub and still saying it's his most enjoyable month. 
Yeah, well, the, the post-match messaging, as I say, I, th- I thought was interesting because Omani was talking about how you have to get... He was asked about the late changes and withdrawals and players coming up on the morning of the match and this kind of stuff. And he said, look, well, if you're a good team, you have to deal with that. And he said, no, if you're... He, he corrected himself. And he said, if you're striving to be a great team, which is what we're doing, then you have to be able to deal with that. And then I read the papers this morning. Ryan Baird says, everyone is buying in. We're not afraid to say we want to win the World Cup. And I'm, like, I'm thinking, no, there's no need to actually say it. You can. You should think it. You should talk about it amongst yourselves. But yeah. we, I don't know if we need two years of hearing Irish players say we're going to win a World Cup when I would take a place. In the, I would bite yeah. your hand off for a place in the semi final. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> for for a fellow who wasn't actually even in the squad until those late injuries, it's quite big talk. He's not the guy you necessarily want saying that if you are going to say it. But it's clearly going on behind the scenes. I know people are talking. I don't know what Gary Keegan says. You know, the, the, Keegan's been a sports performance guy for mm. years on the the Irish scene in, in various sports, most notably boxing in the early days, and is, is really highly rated. Yep. So it could be him saying this, that you should be saying this publicly. I don't know, but it does, it it does seem to be seems a theme, to doesn't be it? Like Quite this, a few of them said, "Yeah, this is it." Sexton, obviously, before this whole thing even started, and maybe just lean into the whole thing instead of acting like you're a little bit scared of talking about it, which isn't the reality yeah. anyway. Like, obviously, they're thinking about the World Cup. Why not say it? Let's try something different this time. Last time, well, we did try that in 2007. But didn't we try that in yeah. 2007? <laughs> Correct, Murph. <laughs> I think we've, we've, uh, we've exhausted all yeah. the ways to talk uh, about ourselves. We're going, back, the we're going back to the, the other World, ones, yeah, World Cup. Yeah. We've literally said everything. We've done everything. Uh, except win a World Cup quarterfinal. That's everything we've done. Everything fairness, else. So I don't know. The, I don't know the other thing we say two two years out from the actual yeah. event. I don't think Ryan Baird saying this is going to improve or disimprove our chances. There was a there was a great moment when Baird made an unbelievable break and mm. yeah. flew down flew down the pitch. Was eventually mm. hauled in. And Donald Lennon said in co commentary, "Unfortunately, Balakoon just couldn't get there quick enough." And Balakoon yeah. is the <laughs> fastest man in Irish rugby by all accounts, and they still <laughs> couldn't right. reach Ryan Baird in, in time, which was just uh, it's isn't it mad. crazy that we're at a point where that athlete in the Fords can't make the match day squad. Now, arguably, he could be in it, but, you know, the, the, the people ahead of him are absolutely brilliant. It's crazy, the depth. Like, Dan Sheehan has only just come through this year. He was brilliant when he came on. And his throw, I don't know if anybody noticed his technique. I've heard a few hookers talk about it. Bernard Jackman has studies, you know, obviously, line-out technique and the throw-in. And he says it's top-notch, really, really good. When you add that to his size, his aggression, his defense was brilliant. He scores tries. He's ridiculous. Like, we haven't had this sort of depth in the Fords ever. Like, it might not be, say, the best eight ever. It could be the best eight ever. But in terms of depth and talent, it's undoubtedly uh, the best eight we've ever had. Yeah. Exciting times for Ireland. Exciting times for this north, this hemisphere of ours, in particular with France beating New Zealand. I've, never been, pr- I've never been prouder to be a northern hemisphere. <laughs> you if you're, if you're a rugby fan, you've probably seen Roman Entomac, the clip of him grabbing the ball in his own in-goal area with his back mm. to the pitch, being hounded by a number of All Blacks and deciding mm. the best course of action was to turn around, sprint past all those lads before releasing his fullback, who then gives the ball to Dupont who then takes it right up to the New Zealand 22 in a move of breathtaking skill and ambition. But have you heard that move with French commentary attached? Antoine Dupont, Romain Tamac qui revient. Est-ce qu'il a ramené ce ballon dans son embute Et il relance. Bien Romain. Excellent. Allez Romain. Romain. Oh oui, formidable avec Jaminet. Jaminet, il y a un coup à jouer parce que qui est là Le ministre de l'Intérieur, évidemment. Antoine Dupont au soutien. Allez, de suite, de suite, de suite, de l'autre côté, là-bas. Ah, they never let you know. I love everything. I texted you one word, Simon, when I was watching it. Just Entomac. Like, the guy is just, like, box office. Like, that was... It was... uh, To be honest, I I, uh, only saw the last half hour live. uh, But watching it live was hilarious. Like, just so brilliant. 
so unbelievably good. Uh, and obviously the Stade de France going completely insane. Yeah, like uh, for forget about beating France in France if they're in this form. I include yeah. Ireland, England, South Africa, anybody in that. Forget about it. Like they're, they mainline that sort of adrenaline and passion combined with their forwards are disgustingly big and powerful and fast now. Like better again than even last year. They're so young. They're so confident. Mm. Entomac, I think they have to decide now he's probably the out half. Um, and just to put it into context where in the game that came from. So France were like 16, 18 points up maybe at halftime. Yeah. Anyway, the just... Biggest, the biggest halftime deficit that New Zealand have ever had. That's right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go from that to New Zealand doing their usual like three quick tries in a row, uh, looking like they're right back in it, two points down to France, but had just kicked the ball with like three or four flying New Zealanders chasing it down. Entomax behind his own line, as he said. Really fast New Zealanders on his tail beats them with the sort of not trying too hard, you know, that kind of really yeah. fast oh, he, but he, not he, trying he to He rounded sprint. Jordy Barrett like he yeah. was, you know, like a prop. It was hilarious. <laughs> <That's> right, <yeah. laughs> just like, actually, you know, I couldn't be bothered kicking this over your head. I'm just going to go around you if that's, if that's yeah. cool with you. And then the pass, I, his body <laughs> and mind are so relaxed for the pass. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy yeah. the position he was in, the position the game was in that moment. What he'd just done, and for his mind and body to just go, I'm going to flip the laziest, most perfect-looking pass to the winger. I just And actually, you know, if, from that point on, sorry, Mark, from that point on, they didn't score a try, but they got, uh, it was a yellow card to Artie Savea as New Zealand desperately tried to keep them out. They got three points, and then they got an intercept. They just never looked back from that point. So yeah, it wasn't just yeah, like yeah. a moment of genius. It changed the whole game. Yeah, it wasn't a showbiz moment. It, yeah. was, the, it was actually the winning of the game. Yeah. It's just a pity he doesn't look more French. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is now the guy. He's the king of effortless rugby players now, or making yeah. really difficult things look effortless. I just yeah, like the he's box office. He's brilliant. I like the fact that the commentator, I think, called Antoine Dupont le ministère de, l'in- de l'intérieur. Le ministre de l'intérieur, évidemment, Antoine Dupont. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, my French the best commentators. Brilliant. Okay, that's it for this. We're going to talk more in our full podcast tomorrow about the new Northern Hemisphere dominance and if there's any way back for the likes Can of Can I just Zealand. say who the outhouse are going to be in the Northern Hemisphere next year? Uh-huh. Marcus Smith. I don't know if you watched him at the weekend for England. Brilliant. Um, did similar stuff to Entomac, actually. Entomac, obviously, a rejuvenated Sexton and Finn Russell and Wales, whoever Wales go for damn bigger. Old news, damn bigger. <laughs> Our Soul Scar podcast is out now for everyone. We've got rugby tomorrow, Champions League through the week, exclusively for members, and loads more going on. Secondcaptains.com. It's only a five euro a month plus a little bit of VAT, depending whereabouts in the world you're listening from. In the meantime, I know many of you have fond memories of the isolating podcast on the Second Captain's World Service and you'll remember that our isolator-in-chief David O'Doherty is never happier than when he's on his bicycle cycling around some beautiful countryside. Well, tonight on Channel 4, you can watch him do just that in the first episode of his brand new television show, you guys. It's called Along for the Ride. David cycles around some of the most scenic routes in the UK in the company of a fellow comedian each week. The Guardian Murph describes the series as bliss and O'Doherty has reported that his calves are in rock-hard condition. (laughs) So what more can you want? He's very excited. We're very excited. Let's do this. What time is it on? What channel is it on again? Channel That's 4. 10 o'clock on Channel 10 4. Channel I'm 4. doing the radio ad thing again. Yeah. So tell me again. It's 10 o'clock, <laughs> Channel 4. David O'Doherty. Excellent. That's all happening. Thanks, Murph. Thanks, Ken. No, Ken's yeah! not here. As, as discussed in our football podcast, Ken is on holidays. It's just <laughs> as the South Scar news breaks. But there you go. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Murph. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Roman Entomac. Thank you, Rugby. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. <laughs>
It is not war and death and famine. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. It's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sports is important. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 